everyone. I'm Kelsey Litchfield, joined by Jennifer Campbell and Karen Corrigan, and this is Girls Talk Ad. Happy New Year. It's 2023. New Year, new me, or New Year, same me? Which one? Same me. I like that thing that says, you're in luck. Another year of sarcastic, whatever, me. I'm not... I'm 53. I'm done changing. I think <laughs> we had a, we had a team meeting, um, yesterday and I, I told them, so I'll be 28 at the end of the month. But I, I told them, I said, I think I finally reached the age where I really don't give two shits anymore. I really <laughs> don't. Like I used to be like cared what everyone thought and made sure everyone was okay. Nope. Not me. I'm like, eh, you do you, I'll do me. I think that's the key is that if I, and I, ha, I literally have to tell myself this every day, honestly, I want people to, to accept who I am as me in turn, I'm learning that I have to accept people who they are. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I can't just say to myself, eh, I am what I am. I have to realize that they are what they are too. And I think yeah. that was the hardest thing for me to overcome was I want to be accepted as myself, but you people need to behave and do life like I think you need to do. Um, that was probably the hardest thing for me in life, honestly. But you can cut other people out of your life. You can't cut yourself out. <laughs> and that's true. And that's something to keep in mind. So read PSA, read the energy bus, kick off your new year, right? That's my, that's my go-to book. Mm-hmm. Are you writing that book? You could write a book. Mm, She has written a book. I have written a book, but um, I wish I could write another book, but I'm one of those people who has to be completely inspired. Like I can't force it. So I may be like, I say one hit wonder, but I'm not even sure if it was a hit. So I'm just a one wonder. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way to put it. Well, it is January. So looking outside, everything's pretty brown and maybe some white out there from snow, but not a lot of things going outside. We, we don't even have any snow. I told Chris this morning, we left at 530 to go load a semi load of hogs. And um, I noticed the neighbors had shut their Christmas lights off. And I said, it's no wonder people get depressed in January. It's brown, it's blah. And then people shut their Christmas lights off and it's like, bleh. Yeah. Yeah. This week I'm like, should I put the outside Christmas lights on? Nah, I think I'll just, they're still up. I could just plug them in, but you're right. The only thing I look forward to in January is my birthday. That's about it. I put icicle lights up on my porches and I'm a Chris. It just annoys Chris to that. Oh my God. It's January. Jennifer, what will the neighbors think? And I'm like, "Mm." like Kelsey, I have two shits to give. But I'm like, it's not like you have any neighbors that are that close. Yeah, I, mean, I need them. I mean, I like them and they're icicle lights. So it's not like they're colored Christmas colored. They're white icicle lights. They just bring me joy. So they're here till they're here till about February. Honestly, there was a post floating around on Instagram for the new year that I really liked. And it said, hold on. Loading. It says. The best New Year's resolution I ever made was to start devouring all my nicest things and save no small pleasure for an unspecified future. Now I burn the good candles, wear the expensive perfume at home, 
scribble imperfectly and pretty notebooks. You can't pin joy like a moth. So if Christmas likes makes you happy, then do it. I love that because I why save that shit? How do you know when you're ever going to use it or you just save it? Don't use the good dishes. They might break. At least if they break, you've used them. I, I'm all about using the stuff that I love. What's the point in putting it somewhere and having it be perfectly perfect and never, never. get the pleasure of enjoying it? Mm-hmm. Now, see, I say don't use the dishes, use paper plates. It makes me happier when I don't have to clean them. Okay, that's Same see, different. that's true too. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, speaking of social media posts, and this will take us, I think, cleanly into our topic, except that I couldn't find the post. Um, right before Christmas, sometime in December, I saw something floating around Facebook that said, Please don't show up at my door with your homemade gift and say, I'm your homemade gift, or your homemade food, or even a gift, and say, I'm sorry, it's not much. Did anyone else see that? Yeah. Okay. I can't find it anywhere. And, and it got me thinking that why do we always apologize for, for gifts that we're giving to people, whether it be food, whether it be our time, whether it be, we're always, it's human nature to say, oh, I'm sorry. I know it might not be enough. Why do we do that? Great question. Cause just the thought is enough. You were thinking of a person that's enough, exactly. you know, and, and showing that you care. I guess we're in a world, we're in a society right now where we always want more, more, more. And we think the bigger, the better. Yeah. So I spent yesterday with uh, 10 pounds of ground meat making funeral lasagnas. Does anybody else make funeral lasagnas? Is that a thing? Funeral food. You know, mm-hmm. when someone dies, I'm Presbyterian. When someone dies, you feed their entire family for like two weeks and you send all the food and you, you know, you do the meal plan and for, you know, the, I think they call them meal trains. What is meal that? Trains, yep. Meal trains. And so, you know, you feed, you feed the family. Well, you, we've had two families here recently. And so I've been on the meal train and yesterday, I mean, I mean, like it was lasagna palooza around here <laughs> and, um, I kept thinking to myself, Oh, did I make enough? Oh, I hope I made enough. And and, or should I make something else to go with it? Or what if they don't like this? And then I got to thinking about that post on Facebook about how we show up. Quite frankly, if we show up and they don't like it, I mean, if someone brought me something I didn't like, I would, I would say thank you and be so happy and content with it. And what they do with it after I give it to them is I've done my thing, I've, mm-hmm. I, you know, and I'm sure they're happy with it. If they don't like lasagna, I don't know. They can throw it away. I don't know who doesn't like lasagna, but um, we're always so worried instead of being, I guess, thankful that what we do is appreciated. And enough. It's enough. And enough. No matter how big it is, it was more than nothing. Mm-hmm. I, wish yeah. I, could, I wish I could find that thing. I, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, besides Karen, and knows where I can find it, because it really spoke to me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really hit home. Well, coming I, off the, coming off the Christmas season, you, you get gifts for people and you think, oh, is this enough? Did I, yeah. did I get them enough? Oh, maybe I should go get them one more thing. And my family, we've tried been trying to downsize presents for years. Cause I mean, we all have jobs. We can all support ourselves. We can, we're all 
we always say, oh, we buy our own gifts because, you know, we go out and get what we want. But I, I thought that so much this, this Christmas season, like, is this enough? I'm like, yeah, it's enough. Like just showing just one present that you care, but it's not about the gift giving either. You know, it's just about giving someone something and so one of my friends posted there's a bunch of siblings and they're all over the country and they always do a dirty santa gift and this year so they spent 25 dollars, but this year the stipulation was it had to be bought at a gas station or a truck stop and i thought oh that would be so fun (laughs) yeah we do we have in the past done um uh my sister lives in colorado and so they're not always here for Christmas. A few years ago, we did a drawing, a name drawing. And then you had to get uh, the person whose name you drew. You had to get the a t-shirt from your favorite place or something mm. that that was representative of yourself. Like, a, like I would, I forget what I bought. I think I bought a grill bar t-shirt or I could have got a Casey's t-shirt or something like that. And then you gave it to the person that whose name you drew and then we took turns guessing who bought the t-shirt who gave you the t-shirt that's fun yeah it was quality time is my like number one love language and so I just want to spend quality time people that can be the biggest gift and you when you're talking about funeral you know you never I don't want to get like so sad on this podcast right now but you never know so spend time with the ones you love and show that you care and I think when you were talking about um, showing appreciation and helping others. The amount of times I see when unfortunately a farmer passes away or they get into a bad accident around harvest season, how many combines and semi- semis and tractors, they drop everything and go to help that person. We had one local um, quite a few years ago that that had happened. And it's, it's amazing to show the community. Yeah, it's amazing to show the community part. And I'm glad we haven't lost that in terms of what I, everything else that is going on in the world right now we haven't lost that and and i think that's what i want i I, of course funerals always make you stop and think and then um your friends and your phone make you stop and think uh i know some some people um a family out in iowa and the mom has cancer and i'm like what what can you do for these people that you don't get to see um or, or you feel like you don't know, no, but you know, do you know, you know I mean, we we're we've now come down to a, not down to it's, it's a good thing, a society that, and I always call them friends in my phone um, because I don't get to see them on a regular basis. I don't get to, you know, give them hugs or, or chit chat. We, we text back and forth or we tweet back and forth. And um, sometimes you're like, well, I'd like to do something, but what can I do? Because genuinely, as I, I say as a Presbyterian, but kind of from where I'm from, rural America, food is our is our love language. Love language. You know, if if somebody's hurting, somebody's sick, somebody's doing, you you give food. And so I think we need to learn to think more outside the box, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, one way, um, I I do love the modern way of doing things sometimes, you know, you know, you talk about how Amazon, like some people love, hate Amazon, but the way that teachers have a wish list 
So you Isn't can go that see, amazing? You can go see what they want for their classroom and buy something for them. So that's oh a gosh. great modern way of doing something. And the, and the funny thing is, sometimes not until you're in situations do you know how important those are. Like, I'd seen them before, but when Emmy Lou graduated college and then had to equip a whole classroom, I she put one together and put it and I was floored. I was floored and um, overly emotional at the people who sent things for her classroom. Um, it's amazing. Like, I know people say, well, you know, you're right. The love-hate relationship with Amazon, but um, I definitely have a love relationship with Amazon. <laughs> uh, because it too. works. It works yeah. and it's easy. Um, the teacher thing, I was, I was, I've been on both sides whether it be, you know, death of a family member or um, cancer, sickness, mm -hmm. illness. And then to tell you, um, one of the favorite things that I, that I got um, was actually from Karen and Angie um, was just an Amazon gift card because I think we forget that when people get sick, two things happen. We got lots of food. Um, and it was relief for me to know that my family was fed because I am the main head chef around here and I was not in any condition to cook or feel like cooking. And so we were fed, but I'm going to tell you that the Amazon gift cards, and if you're, if you're sick, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Use those to buy something for yourself. Um, it's it, it, at first it made me feel selfish, um, but, but you, you need those things. Like, um, I bought a pair of, uh, red Converse. I wear Converse a lot and I bought a pair of Converse and I wore them to every doctor's appointment. And even the nurses, one time I showed up with a different pair of shoes on and one of the chemo nurses said, well, it took me a minute to recognize you because I always walked around the corner and the first thing I'd see were your red Converse. And so I knew, I knew it was you without looking up. Um, people and then you can they can buy things that they need um or want and that brings them joy like we talked about earlier yeah you need that little piece like um airpods i never i didn't use a lot of um headphones when i was sick because i was lucky someone always accompanied me to chemo and radiation and um i i just had tons of sports. So I never had to go alone or have time to sit quietly, but AirPods to listen to things. So you're, you're kind of tuning out what's going on around you. Um, it's, it's okay it's, to buy stuff for yeah. yourself. It's the small things. And even I want to say to like, if you don't have the money or income, um, just even sending a message to someone saying, Hey, thinking about you. Yes. You know, it doesn't always have to be a monetary thing. Like you said, it can be food or I don't know. It, getting back to of just letting them know that thinking of you, I'm available to talk, whatever it might be, you know, it doesn't have well, to actually, be. I money. actually got one of those phone calls last night because my Christmas cards went out. And obviously if you got one of my Christmas cards, you've noticed the big life change I've had in the last year. And she was just, she didn't have any idea. And so she called and I probably haven't talked to her in years in person. I mean, we've met on Facebook or we've maybe, you know, emailed or something, 
but she just called out of the blue because she's like, I got your Christmas card and I just wanted to, you know, call and see how everything was going. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. And, and I've found too that you, it's hard to have the words to say, like, you know, if I hadn't known Karen, I might've been like, I need to say something. I need to do something, but I don't know what that is. I tell you what, I am a huge fan of texting emojis. Um, <laughs> I really am. Like every now and then you may just get a heart text from me. And all that means is I'm thinking of you, and but I don't have any words because I don't know either what will help the situation or right now there may not be any need to be any words. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know I thought about you today. Mm-hmm. Um I love, I love the little heart emoji because I, I send that actually a, a lot to people that if you don't know what to say or, you know, it, it's just a, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. I like that. I love that. Um, and the phone call too, you know, it's just, I think we talk about mental health a lot and how, um, people it's it's on the rise people with depression and anxiety and just I think as something as a phone call can lift someone's day and change maybe their perspective or at least for five minutes or get them to focus on something else and it's such a small gesture but we sometimes make too big of a deal out of trying to do it you know but um <laughs> and I think coming off Christmas season and like I said January being kind of blah I it has taken a lot of a lot of effort on my part, I will say, but to do that year round, everybody gets all up in the fields around Christmas, and then we forget. Um, and I'm I'm totally guilty of that. Um, but so I, think I, to- I guess what would be your? I don't I don't do New Year's resolutions. I do goals, or I do something like internally, like. Sometimes I do, I want to start a small habit so it gets like better. Uh, but I guess if you could think of something to, based on the the giving and helping others, what could you do in the, the coming year to spread that all across the year? And I'm thinking too, of how I could do that, whether it's during planting season or the summer season where we have a lot of field days going on. How can I show my extra appreciation? Maybe I'm thinking like, it's something I just bake something, you know, and show people like, Hey, here's, here's something that I love to do. And, um, it, it can help you fuel yourself through the day and something like that. That's immediately what comes first to my head. It's food showing my appreciation mm-hmm. through that. But I think that's something good to think about what you can do year round. Um, and, and I think so, that uh, goes back to creating a habit. I mean, because mm-hmm. if you, if you kind of, I don't want to schedule it and remind yourself that it needs to be done. And then it, and then it does easily just become a habit of something that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, a- again, like the texting or, you know, the something for people who aren't local, um, I think is uh but not to not to give up on the locals because obviously the local yeah. is important just as much. I'm Presbyterian too, Jen. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, and sometimes I, 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 it's 
I use that all the time. Oh, well, if, if people look at me funny and I, cause I'm like, well, you know, the lasagna or the funeral meals and they look at me funny. I'm like, mm, Presbyterian. <laughs> <laughs> I usually, when I ever, when my family, we ever go to whether it's a wedding or a event or something, we always sit in the back and someone's like, you're sitting in the back. I'm like, yeah, because we're Presbyterian, Presbyterian. we always sit in the back. In our church, we have this, uh, like you, like everybody sits towards the back, but sometimes the very back pews are, we call them the next to go rows <laughs> because <laughs> usually the elderly people who want Presbyterian elderly people walk in, sit in the back. So I, I try, you know, you try to leave those back pews open. Plus I don't want to be the next to go. So <laughs> we well, do I'll, sit I'll, in the very back pew. That's funny. The next to go row. I'll remember that. <laughs> I'm going to tell my farmers that when they sit in the back row at meetings this week. You're the next to, go. next to go row. Speaking of meetings, I'm curious if any of you are going to any, it's winter meeting season. Are any of you going um, to any upcoming traveling anywhere? I'd love to go to Puerto Rico for Farm Bureau, but I'm like, I can't make that one. But it it's like, it's not a great time to go there though. Cause I guess it's right before a really big holiday. And they're like, oh. if you don't get out when you're supposed to get out, then it's going to be a big problem. Wow. Is that right? People were leaving today, right? I think I saw like Facebook this morning. I had several people I know were headed down there today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Southwest flies to Puerto Rico, but I'm telling you what. I'm, I'm, I, I, will, I will say I'm planning on going to Precision Plant Teens um, winter conference they do here at the end of the month. And then, of course, our team at Illinois Soybean, we have some upcoming events. But I'm, I was just curious if you guys are going anywhere because I'm trying to still get my schedule together to see if there's any other meetings I want to go to. Karen, I assume you're leading meetings. Yes. So I'm going to Prairie City, Iowa this week, and then I will be at your <laughs> event for ISA on Wednesday. And then we actually have one of our meetings at ISA's building on Thursday. <laughs> Um, But yeah, we're going to kick off and get moving on those. And then um, personally, I just, it dropped this week. I just started the Crops TV episodes, which I'm a big fan of. Um, I watched three of them yesterday. They're great for CCA credits because for a hundred dollars, you can get like 30 hours if you have to watch all of them. But there's just some really good topics that I think are, you don't always get to see. And since I don't live in Iowa anymore, it's hard to get to some of those conferences. So I know people are all virtual out and whatnot, but I still choose the virtual option when possible because I can get to more places. Yeah. So yeah, we we talked about this as a team the other day. All of our events are probably going to be um, hybrid going forward, in person and virtual. And I think that's that's the way to go. And is that a lot? Is it more work? Yes. Can it cost more money? Yes. But I truly believe you can reach people that cannot come in person that still want to be a part of it. Right. And so like your big event and on the 7th of February, I teach that afternoon. So I can't go to Champaign and be back in time, but I can join you virtually and then go teach. So I appreciated that you guys are doing that, but, uh, and it gives you an opportunity to go to different States too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jen, maybe you should either a come to Bloomington next week, or you can tune in virtually. <laughs> to Karen's talk about weeds. I would actually, if you do, do you guys share the links to this kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, 
I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll register you. Um, okay. and so you can get the, um, virtual link. I'll do that. I would like that. I am. I'm not very good at keeping up with, with meetings. Like I am not a meeting attender. I do like the virtual stuff because, and to be honest, this is just me being perfectly honest. Cause I can multitask while I'm doing it. Like I can see what, you know, and you're not, you're not taking a whole day or traveling or, you know, I can get other stuff done while I'm here because, um, like there was something going on today. I had to be here this morning to load hogs, but if I could join in, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. because I didn't have to travel somewhere. Well, mm -hmm. and I like the option where if it's recorded, you can stop and yes. go back, yes. you know, and, you know, rewind and watch that part again. If you didn't catch everything you wanted to catch where you can't do that in person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do too. Mm -hmm. Um, because yeah, you, you miss things or, or like I said, when I'm multitasking, something will catch my attention and I'll be like, wait a minute. I do want to hear that. And no I, offense I, to other people, but sitting here on the couch, watching something with my dogs is more pleasurable than sitting in a room <laughs> full of people. And, um, I went to a conference in December and I had a severe allergic reaction to somebody's cologne. Oh no. Uh. And so then I had to take Benadryl and I was, then I was like, oh God, you know, then I was like, okay, now I need to get this Benadryl away from me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So that doesn't happen in my own room. So I think that affords more people the opportunity to go to, because not everyone can afford to travel, like either be away or afford to go, you know, drive for the day or, or stay in a hotel overnight or. I do have a thought. Um, with it being winter, we're also in planning mode for summer field days. It's, it's not easy to do virtual for field days. Cause one, you yeah. don't get internet in the middle of a field. Uh, and it's just off. So I'm curious to see how that, I mean, there's probably people doing it, but that's got me thinking about our own events on our agronomy team, how during the summer we let people tune in virtually. I don't know. Yeah, because it's you easy could always to do, do it like during a, a short summary. Yeah, you know, but a recap. Yeah, you could do a recap, and then if there's any questions about anything, anything, if you want further information about anything, contact so and so. Yeah, yeah. Every everyone's like, oh, do Facebook Live and stuff, and I'm always for that. But if I can't hear what the person's talking about, I'm tuned off. Like, don't yeah. even, don't even. I agree. It's a waste of time, and that's that can be hard. To do yeah. when I when I was interning for RFD Radio Network, there was sometimes we would go to field days during the summer, and I would have to get content. But it's a lot; it's a setup you have to take to make sure you are getting high quality audio. I will say there's fabulous wireless mics nowadays that you can easily hook up to your phone, and it's a lot better. But it, you have to think it through, and that I encourage anyone don't just Facebook Live from the back row, <laughs> right? Because uh, you can't hear or see anything, so. Well, yeah. and that's part of what's so good, I think, about the Crops TV is that it's actually produced for you to watch it, you know, so it's not like just watching somebody's PowerPoint slides in there in the corner or something, you know, it's like a, an actual yeah. kind of Bomb a show. Production. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Well, this has been fun. Anything else that you guys want to promote or share? off the top of your head. I'll be busy. Like I said, we'll be traveling around the state for Illinois soybean. I'm doing some winter meetings and then 
looking forward to growing season. I can't believe we're back around now. I mean, <laughs> I know it, I know that's the, that's the cycle of it, but oh my God, it used to be felt like you used to be able to breathe. I don't know if that's my age or, or what, but yeah, you, you get done with one well, or it and just, you'll get to start seeing the guys in Texas will start here pretty quick. I know. And right? Once they start, you're like, okay, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I have been watching Brazil and Argentina pretty close to see um, the weather and how it's going down there. So it, it's, it's every, every day we inch a little bit closer. Yep. Well, I guess my advice for, for this month is take care of the people out there in your life because I, I, this more, I, I will say this morning I went out and it was so dark and blah and people had shut their Christmas lights off. And I'm just like, no wonder people get depressed in January. Well, there hasn't mm-hmm. been a lot of sun. No, yeah. not for the past week. We've had a lot of fog and whatnot. So yeah, but I'm glad we don't have snow. My brother and sister-in-law in South Dakota have all the snow. I want snow, but. I mean, they had like head high out of their, you know, oh, trying to, think, their walkways. Think, yeah. Northern Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota. I think they're just, I think they're, I don't know, under like 200 feet of snow right now or something. It seems like it. So. No, thank you. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay without snow. I definitely want the roads to be clear, but I do want the ground to be frozen so that I don't have to deal with a muddy dog every day. I, I will say weather would pick I just just pick a lane yeah I, I'm not if it's snow it's snow if it's pick a lane this it was a uh, it was almost 70 degrees here the other day and then it was like 30 the next morning yeah, and, that was and that's why degrees. people get sick yeah <laughs> and all this fluctuation. And, yeah. yeah I honestly though I tell people I could have it be negative 45 outside oh. with a wind chill I'd rather have that than snow oh because when it snows, I have to go to work. I have to go past snow. I hate uh, like a 37 to 38 degrees. It's too wet. It's not frozen enough. Mm-hmm. It's not warm enough. It's, ugh. Yeah. I think that's the official, official definition of 37 to 38 degrees. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I better get back to work. Off to work. Well, thanks. Yeah, apparently, I got to get a presentation ready for next week. Yep. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Appreciate all, right. you, all of you. We'll talk to you next time. Take care of all each right. other.